Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. We good? All right, you know, go ahead, drop it. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Rule, baby. How y'all feeling out there this Monday? Mary J. Warner Masters podcast is your host, made of course. Murder, Smile. It's just hey. those rainy days. Sing it, Mary. I hear you. Y'all was a man. 50 came and washed that man. Let's get into it, though. Hey. You remember that song? This song was the shit back when I was in sixth grade. Warner Masters podcast, man. It's your host, Maine, of course. You got Mary J. Bly singing in the background with the Cookie Monster, a.k.a. Ja Rule, a.k.a. He was that man before 50 Cent came in the scene. Um, Happy Easter, by the way. It is uh, 920. Uh... 421. Hopefully everybody had a good 420. I don't smoke. Um, I don't celebrate 420. But I know plenty of people who do. So, congrats. Um, I hope that we don't have that thing this year. People keep saying, oh, Monday is, uh, what is it, uh, annual testing day? Ah, that's corny, man. We've been hitting that five years straight. I'm tired of that line. Hold on. Let me see something. Hey. Hey, Mary J. Bly might be the top five best hummers in the world, to be honest with you. Her hummers crazy. I hear you, Rue. Did you hear it? Hey. hey. Nah, we good. I'm sorry. I don't hear no Ja Rule Ball right now, bro. <laughs> you know this song, okay. dude? Y'all don't know this song. Y'all went outside yet. Oh. It's a Joe Button pop. This yeah, is so soulful. Okay. Love song? Y'all think so? <laughs> Sound like a love song? Most incredible. Most incredible, baby. Mmm, that's soul right there. Uh, 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 Must be old girl from Soul Tree. Oh, Flow Tree. Uh, uh, so much soul, I call it Soul Tree. Oh. Uh, I can't see it coming down my eyes. Uh huh. So I gotta make the song cry. Man. This song might have a little different. I'm older. I don't know. It's ready. It's ready. So barking at me. <laughs> Good dude. Uh-huh. I know you love me like cook fool. Even though you know I gotta move like a crook move. You was together on the block since we lunch. We should have been together having four season brunch. We used to use umbrellas to face the bad weather. But now we travel first class to change the forecast. Never in bunches. Just me and you. I loved your point of view because you held no punches. Hold on, stop, stop, stop. Yo, Hope. Hope is really the GOAT, bro. I, I know I say it a lot. I'm not gonna lie, I know I say it a lot, but in all honesty, like this is just this is just me being for real, like no funny shit. Hope is, is I, I really don't see how you can put any <sighs> I don't know. I, I mean I, just just play the song. For months on end. It's been months since I checked back in. Somewhere, somewhere in a small town, locking them all down. Wood grain, foreign change, I'm a raw now. Uh-huh. I can understand uh-huh. why you want a divorce now. Hey, Amen. No, I can't let you know it. Pride won't let me show it. I'm out. Pride won't let me show it. That was Ho was really turned into a man during Blueprint, man. Like y'all was read that whole whole verse Nas thing. This nigga was talking about, you know, young her young Ho versus <laughs> who he is now. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I don't know, man. This is. It's hitting a little different. I mean, Blueprint was a, was a great album, but Song Cry, that's a mature song, man. Like, Pride Won't Let Me Show It. You know what I mean? Man, listen. Be heroic, that's just one to grow it. But, but deep inside, you know I'm so, so sick, sick, right? Damn. I can't see it coming down my eyes, so I gotta make one the song podcast, cry. Man. Um, I know it's a long I intro, but I really ain't got much talk about this week. I'm gonna talk to y'all real quick. I ain't gonna post this one. Uh-huh. I know I see it coming down your eyes, but on a daily or on a weekly basis. Let your second verse ride out real quick and we can be good. So I gotta make the song cry. Um, on repeat the CD of Big Me and my chick. Pretending to be that. Empty blood in your hand saying, let me see that. 
Chopping screens, pull out your visa quick. You know I got very bad credit. You help me lease that whip. You help me get the keys to that V.6. We were so happy, poor, but when we got rich, that's when our signals got crossed and we got flipped. Or rather, minds, I don't know what made me leave that shit. Made me speed that quick. Let me see. That's it. Was the cheese helping chickens get amnesia quick? I used to cut up their bodies. Now they saying they love me. Tell their friends I was ugly and wouldn't touch me Then I showed up in that dumped out buggy Then it got fuzzy and they don't remember that But I don't remember you, 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 you Can't see it coming down my eyes but I gotta make that song I don't have nothing to talk about this podcast, yeah, I mean, I'm talking about growing a little quick I'm going to tell you 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 I'm I thought I killed y'all last week, cry. yeah, hold on. A face of stone, a shock on, on the, the other end of the phone. Word back home that, that you got, got a special friend. friend. Hey, when the, <laughs> yo, time up. When you get the word back that she got a special friend, you got to go pull up, man. Like, <laughs> that's just, that's just the fact. So she got a special friend, word. I mean, you got to send that text like, yo, so this is what we doing now? Even though you talked to her in two months. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So what was oh so special then? You have given away without getting at me. That's your fault. How many times you forgiven me? How was I to know you was plain sick of me? I know the way I took it if it was whack, but you don't get a nigga back like that. Time out. Time out. Or no, ladies, listen. You really don't get a nigga back like that. Like it doesn't matter what you do. You don't. Whatever you think you need to do, you don't get us back like that. And that just means that you don't get us back. Cause whatever it is, you're gonna be gonna say that. Damn, that's, I know I was doing dirty, but you know you ain't got to do that. It could be something simple. You could cry. You know, what I mean? you could you can ask for you can you can do whatever you want. Tell your moms like I know I know I was living whack, but damn, tell your moms like really you had to you had to do that really like it don't matter what you do, ladies. Don't get a nigga back like that. Just just if you learn anything from this podcast, just don't get a nigga back like that. Look, I'm a man with pride. You don't do shit like that. Uh-huh. You don't just pick up and leave and leave me sick like that. Do you don't throw away what we had just like that. I, I was flirting with the girls. I was gonna get, get right back. back. <laughs> they say you can't turn a bad girl good, but once yeah, a good girl's gone, gone bad, she's gone, gone forever. forever. I'm on forever, I and I gotta live with, with the fact I did you wrong forever. Seven minutes, we're gonna get into it. Turn that down a little bit, let that ride out. That's Jay Z, um, song cry for MTV Unplugged. I'm gonna have to download that, uh, I guess, stream that album, uh, next week. Yeah, Unplugged was Unplugged was the truth. While, while, while I'm not sure why it's not around no more, but Unplugged was definitely the truth. Um, I think Lauren Hill probably had the best Unplugged, but then Ho was definitely next. Um, let that ride out. This song right here is for real for all the hustlers, right? I'm a hustler, had a girlfriend, and uh, it started off. The whole relationship started off, you know, he, he did what he had to do for them, you know what I mean? But along the way, he got lost, fast cars, fast money, you know the lifestyle. Hey, Hov talking that talk. We're going to stop that real quick, though. All right, man, Morning Master's podcast, and Hov's main, of course. Um, not going to be long, like I said. Um, just want to get some things out the works. Um, once again, happy Easter to everybody. Um, hopefully I had a wonderful Easter. Mine was cool. I got to see my kids, so that's all that really matters, I guess. Um, besides that, I laid down or got some rest. I did watch this show. It's called um, All American. I watched it on Netflix. I started watching it, I want to say, what was I off? I started watching it last Wednesday or something like that, and I finished it today. So about five days. It was uh, 16 episodes, I think like 45 minutes each, something like that. And I watched all of it. So that should tell you about you know how good the show was. I'm usually good at picking shows. Um, I did think, to be honest with you, the, the show was amazing. It was about maybe, out of 16, maybe three episodes, I probably was like, eh, you know, they could do it without that. But um, for the most part, that's a good show. So if you want to look for something to watch, some new series to watch, I would definitely, definitely approve of uh, All American on Netflix. It's not about football, but it really attracted me because with the passing of Nipsey Hussle, once again, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle, with the passing of him, um, they had played a lot of his music through that through that uh, that series because it's based in Crenshaw and... uh. Uh, 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 you know, Slaughter. So, um, it's just, it, I mean, I, I, it just, it just brought me to back to, you know, listening to Nipsey album and stuff like that. But the first episode really drew, drew me in. So I would say that's my pick of the week or something like that. I don't know if I'm doing those or nothing like that no more, but I would definitely say go listen, go listen to watch, um, go watch, uh, uh, All American on Netflix. Good show. Um, people keep telling me that that movie, The Trap, is is boring or is corny. 
I need anybody feedback. Anybody listening to this, I need the feedback on whether the trap is worth a watch or not. I ain't been hearing good reviews about it. I know T.I. a little cornball, but at the same time, um, I do want to support black films if possible. So if y'all can get back to me on that, that'd be dope. Um, now I, I did play some some songs at the beginning. Uh, Rainy days, you know, song cry. I listen. I got my hip hop. I mean, I, I'm a big R&B fan. Let's just I'm just put it out there. I am probably the king of R&B um, musically, um, listening wise. But um, I listen to a lot of rap as well. But I do mesh the two as well. Also, like I like both genres separate and together. So. Um, I I have that my song I go to Serene Days when the song I go to and you know you feeling like you know sad but you you, you don't want to feel better you know you kind of sulking it a little bit but you're not about to complain nobody so that's one of my song I go to you know and uh, song cries another one like as a man it's just one of the songs it's like a it's almost like a scripture for men a song cry because we don't really show emotion a lot so a lot of times you have to show emotion through other ways and I think a song cry I've had, I have a lot of song cry uh, podcasts I would say. And um, this is not going to be one of them, I don't think. He's not going that route right now. But I would say I definitely got a few. Go back to last year when I was doing it by myself for a little while, when I did gain a wild audience doing that. Um, and if y'all like that, I'll get back to it. I'll try to do once a month uh, by myself and just talking about, you know, things personal to me. But uh, for me, um, as a man, I only show emotion, to be honest with you. So through this, I try to do that. I'll, I'll, I'll give my honest truth. I'll, I'll, I'll you know, bear it all. Um, two feet in, and I don't be two feet in a lot of things. So, when I am two feet in something, that just shows you how much I'm dedicated to it. And I'm really dedicated to my podcast and podcasting in general. Just this media thing I'm on, I got a, 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 a wide, wide, wide range of dedication for it. And um, yeah, so I wanted to get into it real quick. My grandma, you know, anybody that know me know that she's going through some things right now. So she's suffering from you know dementia, Alzheimer's, things like that. So she's not the same person that I knew growing up. But, um, you know, growing up, she wasn't even, like, my closest grandma. I was When I moved down here, we became very close. But it's some things that I feel like I've gotten from just the women in my life in general. But I think it's 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 it's, it's played a good, a positive impact, but it also had negative impact. So the positive is that um, the women in my life, my mom, uh, my sister, you can tell my sister, my aunt, my nana, which is uh, my dad's grandmother, my nana, and then my grandmother, you know, uh, those are the women in my life, and those are women that I looked at, I looked at as powerful figures to me, like, they're powerful women, they real women, you know, and throughout my life, my sister's younger than me, but throughout my life, I've never seen them complain, I remember, I mean, I remember, like, my mom, like, we coming down here not having shit, like, not having nothing at all, Never seen her complain. Um, my mom never had a license. She moved. We moved down here. She was thirty-seven when she, we moved down here. Thirty-seven or thirty-six. One of them. Never had a license. Knew how to drive. I watched her grind, get a license, um, get her own apartment. At the time, me and my mom, my brother and sister, only lived one place our whole life, Bushwick Ave. That's where I'm from in Brooklyn. And like I said, I didn't. I was young. I was a kid. I was a kid being a kid. I was in a kid's mindset, kid world. Um, I thought I was grown, obviously, but I was in a kid mindset, you know. So I didn't really think about the things she had to do, or how hard it might have been, or how goal oriented she would have he she would have had to been to succeed at all those things: getting your license, getting a car, and getting an apartment, all within less than a year. All within less than a year, and then all this stuff gonna make sense. So just bear with me. All within less than a year, I watched her come down here in December. Oh, November or something like that. It was right before Christmas. And we moved out in June, right right after school ended. You know what I'm saying? I never forget. We lived in Pine Walk, um, Providence Place for people that's out here. And um, we moved out. We didn't have nothing in that apartment, just beds. Um, and then little by little, she got little, little stuff. One week we get a TV. Next week we get this. Next week we get that. And, you know, she just up and did her thing. Then you got um my sister, you know what I'm saying? She never complained about anything. She just one of them positive people. Move forward, positive, positive, positive. We don't dwell on negativity, nothing at all. I never seen her. I mean, I seen her cry. Obviously, my sister, she, you know, what I'm saying she's younger than me and she's a little soft, so. But she just don't complain about nothing. Um, then you got my aunt, never complain. My grandma, never complain. One of the strongest women I know, don't complain. Um, don't cry. Just don't, don't none, none of that stuff. Always been strong and always been like able to do everything. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my grandma. So, 
that's the kind of woman I grew up around. And I grew up admiring. And I grew up, uh, that that was my figure for women. Like, I thought that that's what women, that's how women were. Um, so that's a positive. And because to me, because I never complain, I just always push forward. And in doing that, um, I think it's helped me along the way, like, as far as just not dwelling on certain things, being able to let go of certain things. Because if you don't let go of certain things, you're just going to keep getting upset and keep being mad. You're going to keep, you know what I'm saying, complaining. And I just don't complain. Something don't work, it just don't work. And I move, I move on, and I either fix it, or I can't fix it. I move on to something different. Um, and that's just me. Like, I'm not going to complain about nothing. Anything. You'll never see me complain about views. You're never going to see me complain about listens, about supporters. Never gonna see me complain about it. I'm just not. That's just not in me because I wasn't. I, w- I wasn't around. I wasn't around people that complained 24/7. My mom didn't have nothing. She never complained. Went out and got it. I don't know how she did, but she went and did it. Sometimes I seen her, you know, able to work her ways and work finesse her ways and stuff like that. But for the most part, like I said, I was a kid, so you kind of stay in a kid place. You help your mom much. You help your mom out as much as you can. But she went out and got it. Never seen her complain. When you have nothing at all, I'm like, what? 12, 13 maybe. And I remember one time, this is this is a story I never forget. We I always ate Chinese food. I'm a Chinese food person. Anybody know me know I love Chinese food, man. It just it's nothing new. And uh we were getting Chinese food one time because somebody was getting it for us, whatever, or they gave us some money and they said, you know, get some kids some food, da da da. And I was like, I wanted this. My favorite dish I always get. And my dish I would give like six dollars. And I remember her pretty much saying, like, yo, you gotta get this because you know, we only got this amount of money. I don't have money for you to get a six dollar plate. But that stuck with me because I could have had nothing because that whole day she didn't have nothing at all. But that she able to, you know, get some bread up to get us something that we wanted. And I just remember that day. Like, I don't know why it just always stick with me. But she didn't complain. I didn't complain about getting the plate. I had to, you know, downgrade for the meal I wanted, which is fine. Never complain. I just never complained. I didn't have nothing. I didn't have the new shoes or this, that, and third. Never complain. Never to my mom and say, hey, ma, I got good grades. You know, I get this. I got that. Why don't I get the same things that this kid got? Never complained, never been me, because I wasn't around that. So that's where the positivity come in, um, I think. It always pushed me to just, you know, not dwell on something and just move forward and worry about the next thing or just just keep trying to get better, I guess. You know what I'm saying? You complain, I feel like you're not trying to get better. You wonder why something didn't work out as opposed to trying to better yourself because it's time where I couldn't complain, I didn't complain. But me not complaining made that thing that I would have complained about work out. If that makes sense, hopefully y'all y'all keeping up. I'm sorry if I'm rambling, but um, when you when you get to talk about personal things, that happens. So, um, I say I to say this, that's a positive for me. I feel like you know what I'm saying. Women in my life have always been positive figures to me. But the downside of it is, I I started to think I, I thought for a lot of my life that that was how all women were because that's all the women I knew. You know, I thought that's how all women were. I thought all women just didn't complain. Even though I knew other women that complained, I just didn't know them like that. But every woman I'm close to, I have this connection with or I have love for or I love, they don't complain. They're just strong women. And I had to, I have to, now that high in my life now and things I've seen within the past, you know, maybe five years or whatever the case may be, um, and you, you start to see that. All, they, they, even though my family, they, they are strong. Yes, I, maybe I just didn't see the weak moments. All right, so I said to say that I thought that all women were just supposed to be strong all the time. So sometimes I would do something and I tell somebody like, "All right, you're gonna be mad at that," you know. And I'm just kind of dismissing it. You know, I'm not really giving them the the space to to even you know uh, sit through the hurt or feel hurt. It's like I'm just like. Move on or what? Like you gonna whine about it? You gonna cry about it? That's my my line. I say like you gonna cry about it? Like I really don't know how to even uh to how to even react to somebody crying. Like I don't have that emotion to react to somebody crying. Anybody that tell you that people cry around me, I'm just sitting there stuck. Like oh you good or you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know what to do. I get you a tissue or something, but maybe give you a hug. I don't know, but it's gonna be like a lifeless hug because I don't know how to react to that. But I have to find out a way to do that. I mean, I will get better at that, obviously, but because I got daughters. But even, 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 I just thought that you know, women that were older, not older, but like grown women, at least, I always had this, I guess, this figment of imagination that they just took pain. I do think women take pain way greater than men, but I do feel like it's for. I'm not gonna get on that. I do think that women take pain greater than men. I just feel like. For a long time, I looked at it one way, and I I need I needed to look at it a different way because 
women are human, you know what I'm saying? They have emotions. And there's no way possible, no matter how strong a woman is, that they're not gonna be able to that they're not gonna that they're gonna be able to just not show it at all times or just let it go. Something happens to you and in twenty four hours somebody telling you like just get over it because all right, you now you know or this that and third, whatever the situation is, it's kinda stupid. You know, so I have to admit when I'm you know, when I when I when I when I'm wrong. And I think that I've I've been that way for a little bit with some with some things that have, have transpired in my life. So I said to say, you know, recently my grandma was going going through what she's going through. She um sometimes she cries now, you know, and it's out of nowhere. We I don't know what it is. Nothing I can do to help her. I know that she doesn't want to be here no more. I can feel that. I've heard her say it. I have conversations with my grandmother. Um, I'm not going to, you know, speak on everything she says, but I, I can get that vibe from her that she no longer wants to be here. I think she's the last of, like, two that's alive out of, like, maybe 11, 11 siblings. I'm not sure. You know, maybe aunts, uncles, moms, stuff like that. But she's the only one around, and I don't think she want to be around no more. I think sometimes she cry because she she didn't want to want to be over. Be honest, I, I think that's what I feel. I feel like sometimes she's crying because um, she don't want to be here, you know, and... And the people always say, and I say this in the podcast plenty of times. If you can go back and listen to any episode, I don't want to get old. Like I don't want to get old. I, I don't. Like I just don't. And this is one of the reasons why too. I look at my grandma. I'm like, she was. I mean, you know, ten years ago it was fine. Maybe even seven years ago it was fine. Maybe the last four to five years has been different. You know, I said last four. Let's say last four or last three. But I don't want to get old, man. I just that's just something I don't want to do. Um, it's not a, a goal of mine, but um, I wanted to just to kind of say that, like, I don't know, I had this feeling that, well, uh, I just, I grew up thinking that women um, were strong all the time, but I think the women in my life were strong because maybe I was watching, or maybe I just didn't catch their weak moments, or maybe their moments of weakness was done in the dark, and I only seen them in the light, so when you finally get to see a woman in the dark, or see um, women have these um, these moods of weakness or acts of weakness, and you realize, like, damn, I think everybody might have that. Because I'm looking at my grandma now, and it's like, now to me she seems, like, normal. Like, she always seems strong. She doesn't seem weak now. Don't get me wrong. But I know she can't be as strong as she was because she's not the same person no more. But now I feel like the downside of that is that everything she held in, everything that she didn't complain about, everything she didn't whine about, everything she didn't let out, Every hurt she didn't let out, every cry she didn't let out. I feel like sometimes it just sneak up on her now, and she just she can't control it now because she's not that same person. And I think that's a fair. I think that's a fair assessment. Sometimes she gets upset about things, and I think it's things that happened in her past that she just didn't get upset about at that time. But now, something can trigger it, and I I think that's gonna happen to me too. I think when I get older. Even stuff now that I'm holding in, just not saying or whatever, I think it's just going to come out and I'm going to just spaz. I got that, like, I don't know. I got that kind of like, I don't know. I got that feeling that I, I hold so much in, you know, that one day I'm going to just burst. Like, I bottle everything in, you know what I'm saying? And cause I know people probably think I don't have feelings. They, they probably think that I don't have feelings because I don't show no emotion a lot of times. Um, I'm always happy. But I'm not always happy, but, you know, I'm always happy. I don't, that makes sense. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But, um, yeah, man, that shit is real. Um, but the women in my life, they definitely impact me in a positive way. And uh, for a long time, I felt like I did a good job of them being able to say, you know, that's me. That's my boy. As of recently, I probably, have, I probably haven't had the best streak of that's my boy, you know what I'm saying, that they could probably say. Um, still think that I'm, I'm a good guy overall. Obviously, I made some you know bad decisions. Obviously, I'm human, so that's going that's coming that come with the territory. Um, I really, however, um, you know, it's Easter, man. You know, I want to get up off that, man. Uh, but yeah, that's just that's just my mindset where I'm on. I've been I've been on some thing where I want to not saying I want to better myself. No, I ain't out here burning stage. For, you know, that's just, I ain't, I ain't into it like that. I don't know what y'all niggas be doing. Yeah, I burn the stage trying to get rid of demons. I already know half my demons is just karma. Um, I don't believe in it too much, but 
I knew half my demons, half the things I go through because of things I've done. That's fine. I know what goes around comes around. So, um, and I don't like I said, I ain't thinking about no recent situation about what goes around comes around. But in my life, and like even as a teenager, I've done things. I know I did things that you that God they say God say you won't they won't forgive. So. I know my fate, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I already know my fate. I know what's coming for me, so I'm cool um, in that aspect, at least. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I want to touch base on some things, too. I'm trying to play some music now because, I don't know, I feel like I <laughs> I, feel like I got a little too deep, you know? I didn't want to get that deep, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I don't know. Let's get into it. I know there's a lot of waves out there. You got to catch the right one, though. Every wave ain't a wave. What if they don't love you like they say they do? What if you ain't make it through? Rebound and snatch your souls, your life could get taken too. What if he ain't make a statement? Sign on that paper too. What if share opposite? You out here trying to make a boo? What if you don't learn from them lessons? What if they catch us before we catch them? What if he finally fold from that depression? What if the fans watching all this flexing? What if the homie fold when they test him? What if I don't make it with this rhyming shit? What if you don't wake up tomorrow, it's just your time and shit? What if you fucking it just fucking then the condom rip? Baby's age, feelings all kind of shit. What if you healthy but your mama's sick? What if you got your nine, they pull out with a comma clip? What if they can't bury you in all that designer shit? What if my ex would have trust me? What if they would have touched me? What if the rent would have never left? What if she got a strip? Had baby needs summer clothes? What if cops box us in, moving with these mother loads? What if you get the cage? What if it's a grave? Or what if you don't see a baby walking across that stage? What if they don't love you like they say they do? What if you ain't make it through? Rebound and snatch your souls. Your life could get taken too. What if he ain't make a statement? Sign on that paper too. What if she an opposite? You out here trying to make a boo? What if you don't learn from them lessons? What if they catch us before we catch them? What if he finally fall from that depression? What if the feds watching all this flexing? What if the homie fall when they test him? What if the bullet that hit my arm hit my neck? What if she fake like she love you for a check? What if he lied, he put loyalty on the set? What if he innocent bystander meet his death? What if that public defender really think you guilty? What if you don't clean up your mess, get dead filthy? What if they don't feel us? What if this a hit? What if your day one's a change, be a snitch? What if he a downfall? What if it's a bitch? All right, all right. So I'm back. Uh, had to, you know, play some surf. All right, um, so I did post a video. Um, that's my phone. So that's two surf. What if, by the way, I did post a video, and um, it was a minute and some change, something like that, something light. And I was just saying, I was talking about the whole uh, people packing up, moving to Atlanta thing. And I, I want to clarify though, I have no problem with that at all. Like I don't think, and not that anybody cares what I think, but I don't feel like there's nothing wrong with packing up and moving to Atlanta for the right reasons. Of course, um, I don't think nothing wrong with that. I just feel like if that's your your escape plan for your situation and but I, I feel like this it depends so if you're going there for just to work corporate america because you want to make more money cool that makes sense if you're going there because um maybe you don't have the choice because you live in a family cool makes sense it's a bunch of ways you can go there where it makes sense i just feel like for me what i was talking about in that video particularly was people try to go there because what they're doing is not working here but sometimes the reason why it's not working here is not because it's here because it's you sometimes it's just you it's not that it's not the area it's not the scenery of of where you at it's you that's it like sometimes people they, they want stuff handed to them they want stuff to be quick they want the process to be quick they don't want to trust the process they want the process to work without trusting it and it don't work like that i'm telling you it don't work like that like people want to and i hate to keep only using music but let's use music because that's just the easiest thing to use as a rapper as a singer you thinking that your music not popping because you here? No, it's not popping because you're not putting in the work. If you dope, you are gonna be dope. I don't care where you are. If a nigga in Nebraska and he can rap, and he can rap his ass off, they gonna find him. Uh, they found. Yeah, I ain't gonna use Eminem because uh, no. But um, you know, you can find somebody anywhere. I mean, niggas get found. Bryson Tiller is from what Kentucky. Niggas don't niggas don't be rapping in Kentucky like that. Oh, Kentucky. Nah, nigga. I never I never heard a rapper stay from, from Kentucky. Bryson Tiller came in and took the game by a storm because he was just dope. Not because he moved somewhere. I don't know if he did or not, but that's not why he that's not why he you know he got he blew up. 
the song was dope. He probably worked the song. Niggas don't want to hustle. Like, you got to understand. Um, look at somebody like Ella Mae. That single boot up. She worked that single for like a year and a half where it blew up. Yeah, I, you got rappers like just local, local rappers or local singers. They post their song one time and expect it to get a million views. When and when they don't, they be like, "Oh, y'all holding y'all nuts, no, nigga." No, you only know five people, man. It got five listens. Like it's, <laughs> it's okay. That that's that's a good number. That's like you a you batting a hundred percent right now, buddy. Like that's great. Um, and I just feel like that that's that's what I'm talking about. Like people that feel like the excuse is where they at. And I guess that go back to what I was saying earlier about the complaining and how I grew up and something like that. I didn't grow up to complain. If it don't work, I would look at what's the problem that I could fix. Like what what is about me that I can fix? And after so many times of that, if I feel like that's not working for me, then cool, move on to something else. I'm not about to complain. But if I know if, if I'm really passionate about it, whatever, the only way you need to move to Atlanta, to be honest with you, as an artist, is if that's where you're gonna be like recording that. If it's just feasible for you, you can make money out there, this and third. But just because it's not working in place A, don't mean if you pick up and go to place B, it's going to work automatically. As an actor, just because you're not getting the roles you want to get in New York or in Atlanta or wherever, just moving to L.A. don't mean you're going to get them roles. I mean, is there more opportunity out there? Hell yeah. But just like it's more opportunity, it's more competition, it's more niggas with that mindset of, oh, if I move out here, I'll get more opportunities. So you're competing with all of that. More competition, uh, it's more talented people out there, most likely. Um, people out there that's just out there just like you for a, a, a big break. Um, it's it's a, it's a bunch of, of cultural differences out there that's going to also play a role in that, in, in your situation possibly staying the same. That's just the bottom line. And that's all I was trying to get at. I wasn't trying to, like, diss anybody that's moving to Atlanta. I don't care if you move to Atlanta. I, I really don't give a fuck if they move to Atlanta. I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I don't care if somebody move to Atlanta, like, it don't bother me. As long as they ain't my daughters, I don't I really don't care. Um, but that that don't mean like it just, it just don't it don't matter. It's about you and your hustle. I wanna give you a story real quick. My brother, he was in school, Butler High School. Butler's not really the the best, best, best basketball team, right? His team was never the best, best, best. But he was the best player to me. And I feel like that, right? He had a choice. He could have went to Laney. He could have easily just said, yo, I'm gonna go up, up top to Atlanta. I'm gonna play in Atlanta and get more looks. Florida is a big school for um, big recruitment. He got a, he was getting a free ride to a school out there um, for for his, for his senior year. Turn that shit down. Hell nah. Like you done, nigga. Like you know, if you dope, you dope. That's it. Like if you could play, you could play. You gonna get you gonna get the offers. You gonna get regardless. You ain't gotta go to no other high school in in another state to 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 get better looks. No, if you nice and they see you, they are gonna offer you. Plain and simple. Where he at? He went Cal. Come on, like, bet on yourself. That's the thing. Niggas don't want to bet on themselves anymore. They want to bet on, they'd rather bet on a region or bet on an area. That's crazy. I'm a bet on an area. Like, I'm, I'm not a numbers guy. People say numbers don't lie. Atlanta's better. Blah, blah, blah. That's cool. It, but numbers do lie. God tell you this. If Atlanta's better, I'm going to tell you one thing. That if, number, if, if numbers didn't lie, that mean that if you sleep with, with 10 women in Atlanta, that mean that you're going to catch an STD. If numbers don't lie, right? <laughs> That's just what it means. All right, and then I nobody wants to catch it. Nobody wants to say, oh, this, that, and third. So don't tell me numbers don't lie. Numbers lie all the time. Numbers good. Number, right, I'm not saying I'm not gonna say this. Numbers not going to lie, but they don't tell the whole truth. Let's just put it like that. Numbers don't lie, but they definitely don't tell the whole truth. I can tell you right now that um, I got a video on YouTube with 5 million views, but I might have... Uh, 30 videos on it. If only one video got 5 million views, and I tell you, yeah, I put a video, I got 5 million views on that. Did that number's not lying or number's lying? Because I didn't tell you about the other video that got 12, or one that got 13, or one that got only 126. I told you about one video that got 5 million views, so now you're thinking I, I'm a 5 million view nigga. Automatically. I got one that got 5 million views. But me just saying I got a video with 5 million views, you know what I'm saying? Numbers do lie. That's all I'm saying. It's, it's, it's not lying, but I ain't tell the whole truth. Got 13 videos up there. One video just went viral by luck or whatever. This is not me for, for real. I'm just giving an example. But yeah, numbers do lie. And um, to me, I just feel like if you if you got a if you got a hustler's mentality and you can hustle, then move to Atlanta may help you. So if you see my thing is this, if you if you're working on your craft here as, as hard as you can, you hustling as hard as you can, you getting your stuff out there, you on you on your your your, your job, you on your P's and Q's, shit is going good for you. You out here hustling, you're getting your record play in a club, doing that and third, and you just feel like it's not enough. Maybe you like you're doing a lot and you're getting a little bit back, 
and then you choose to move to Atlanta with that same hustle, I say go for it. Hell yeah. Why not? If you're going to have that same hustle, that same drive. But if you move to Atlanta because stuff not working for you, but you're posting a song or a mixtape one time a day, even one time a day is not enough. One time a day or one time a week, and you expect niggas to listen to it, and you mad because you only got, excuse me, you mad because you only got uh, uh, 50 downloads, but you got 4,000 Facebook friends. I'm going to tell you right now, you're looking at that as an excuse to move to Atlanta. I think you should focus on them 50 and see, and see, and see what's going on, why I like it, and then try to get everybody else to listen to it. Or just keep working, turn that 50 to 100, turn that 100 to 150, and keep putting that more material, more material, more material, more material until you're able to reach 300 people or 1,000 people or whatever. Just, it, 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 it's, and I say hustling because all it is is flipping stuff. Like, as a hustler, you get an ounce, you sell it, you know, enough times you can make that money back. And buy more. You know what I'm saying? Like you keep flipping, you keep making more, you keep making more. You invest reinvesting that money into another pack, another pack, another pack, another pack, another pack. Trying to get more customers, more customers, more customers, more customers. That's music. That's it. You drop a mixtape, it reads 50 people. All right, cool. Take that 50 that you got attention of now, right? Make what they like, but also try to get more. Put more hustle into it. Do something. Go to the gas station and give them my I don't know. Walk through the mall and give a CD out. I don't know. Post some videos of you freestyling. Shoot some videos, some real videos. Go actually work in your network, in your area. People that's doing podcasts, that do interviews. Go to your radio stations. Go do some free shows, whatever the case may be. Put another mixtape out. Boom, hundred people. Do the same thing. Do the same thing. It's a grind. You got to do it every time. Every time you reinvest your time. So just like flipping that money and you reinvest that money into another pack, you reinvest your time, energy, and your fans into another album, to another mixtape, another song, another video. All that stuff matters. That's all I'm saying. Like people think moving to Atlanta is the answer. I'm telling you. It's not. For some people, it might work. Because if you're a producer and you're just working with artists and you're trying to get out there, but you got niggas from your, 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 the slow in your area that really can't rap or whatever or don't have no drive, like like most people in small cities don't have drive, and you're a producer, you want to move to Atlanta because you want to get around artists with drive, They seem, Atlanta does seem to have the drive. Yeah, go ahead. But move to Atlanta is not going to give you the drive. It's something that's already there. I'm telling you, me being from Brooklyn, New York, I, I don't I don't know like is if you if you got it or you don't got it like that's it like nobody's gonna move to Brooklyn and be like oh I'm tough now no like you either tough or you're not tough you're fine within yourself you tough and maybe that, if that's what it takes somebody to get better like move to Atlanta to make you hustle and be hungry hey by all means do it all I'm saying is that don't think that that's gonna be the answer all the time it may work for some people it may work for one person it may not work for nobody I don't know but all I'm saying is if you a hustler and you got that work ethic, it's gonna work for you all the time. You set the small you set small goals and you achieve them and you attain them time after time after time after time, you're good to go. I but I'm, I'm never gonna tell anybody don't move to Atlanta. No, I'm not saying don't move. I mean, yes, it's it's a lot of opportunity out there, but don't think it's gonna be easier because you're in Atlanta. That's all I'm saying. It's more fights for, for shows. It's more, it's more, it's, the budget is bigger, yeah. But now you're gonna make money. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta hustle. You, it's nothing that's gonna come easy. And that's what people don't understand. People think shit come easy, and it don't. I want to end this with just saying, like, talking about the podcast. Um, I posted a video. The Atlanta video got, you know, over over 1,000 views. Probably going to get two, maybe three soon. I don't know. But I didn't I didn't, I didn't even sponsor that video. I didn't use no sponsorship money or none of that stuff in a minute. And it did numbers. It didn't do numbers because I, I said I put, I put ATL in there. I put Atlanta in there. No. It did numbers because I, I shared it with the right people. I hustled. I kept sharing it day after day after day after day. I put out mad content that week. I got more page like that week. So I knew to throw that. I knew to throw that. Vi- I knew to throw that video out when I put my content out. Cause the people that were lacking the content I put out that week, I knew that would. I knew what I was talking about would feed into that demographic of, you know, whether it was ex cons, whether it was just street dudes, whether it was people that's in the music industry, rappers, whatever. They need to hear that message. So I knew that that video would do great. That's just strategic marketing. That's all it was. It wasn't nothing major. But hustling, hustling has to be strategic. You have to market strategically. If something happens and you have got it and you you go freestyle about it, I don't anything that you can do to gain attention and bring it to yourself. You go ahead and do it. Niggas be having fight videos and posting them, and they be rappers, and they post a video with the audio. Hell no! Put if I post a fight video, I'm putting my song on that shit before I post it out. If the fight video gonna get fifty thousand views, they gonna hit this damn song. Fuck that. That's just what it. That's the way it go. But I posted that video. I posted a promo video this week. I put Augusta artist on there. I could, I, I, I honestly, all jokes aside, 
I started that video and I played dedication. But I was like, you know what? I, I don't know. I'm a big Nipsey fan. Yes, rest in peace, Nipsey. But at the same time, everybody riding that Nipsey Hustle wave right now. So I was like, you know what? Nah. I think since it's more than masters and it's a video about, you know, a promo video for my podcast and what, I, what I'm about, I need to throw an Augusta artist on there. So I tried like five different songs and the one that stuck, I kept it. Hustling. I tagged the artist that was in the video. Uh, I tagged the artist that whose song it was. The artist, it was two artists. One of them shared it, one of them didn't. That's fine. I have no, I don't, I don't have no rights about that. But what I'm saying is, that's 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 hard work. That's that's hustling. I don't know if he watched the video or not, but I know that if I'm trying to get views on the video, I tagged him in this. I used the song. He shared it. Now I got another share. So now it's another audience. So his audience is now my audience for that video. Everybody that shares it, their audience is now my audience for that video. It's just about hustling and networking and, and making connections, man. You could do it. Wherever you at, I'm telling you, if you hustle, you can get it done. Like that's just, it's about you. It's not about the place. And if it ever becomes about the place, then that's a that's a perfect time to move and go. Like if you feel like you outgrew your situation and you're doing the best you can, but you're not hitting the strides you need to hit, but you think you can with that same hustle in another market, then yeah, hell yeah, do that. I never tell anybody not to do that. I'm never gonna tell anybody not to go get their bread or not to do that. But at the end of the day, we gotta be real with ourselves. Like, is it really the place you at? So is Atlanta really the answer, or is it you? Like, but then, like I said, like I said, in Atlanta, it, it it will be opportunity for some people. So if you do have that lazy drive, that might work in Atlanta. I don't know. People get lucky, and I wish the best for anybody, any artist, singer, rapper, poet, podcaster, radio host, uh, uh whatever you whatever you want to be in media, camera guy. Uh, if you now a cameraman, I could see him moving to Atlanta because it seems like they got more bread up there, you know, in Atlanta. So yeah, the it probably. But better means of making money. Probably shoot more video because there's more rappers up there. Um, probably can charge a little more because they they making a little more money. But as the actual creators and artist artist creators, I don't know. I say work both. Why you ain't got to move Atlanta, but you can go there every week and it's right. It's two hours away. You ain't got to pack, pack up and move, but you know find you somebody there, stay with them. You know what I'm saying? Network. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all just pack up and move. Network, get you somebody you could just you could hang with out there, or you could just chill with out there, whether it's a female, whether it's a rapper, whether it's a you know, some a big homie, whatever. Do that. But just, you know, cold turkey just getting that moving because you you know, you're not getting enough downloads on your SoundCloud. I don't know. Like that's just crazy. Spinrella, I don't know what y'all go and do, but um yeah. You'll never see me complain about nothing. Like uh, uh, a podcast can get a thousand views and get thirty views. It don't, it don't matter. I, I'm always no, it's me. I told Slim, shout out to Slim. I told Slim, I said, yo, the next podcast we do, he asked me about somebody about a particular podcast of views. And I was like, if I work it, I'm telling you, I can get the views. If I actually work it, I mean sharing it how I normally share it. I don't have the time to do it like I used to. If I work every podcast like I want to and just share it and share it on Twitter, share it on Facebook on certain times, tag certain people, uh send it out, da da da. I, I can get average five five to seven hundred views. I mean listens a podcast easily. If Slim, you listening, go check the last three or four podcasts I did, whether it was fine I or conspiracy ones. And and tell me what the numbers look but I ain't check them yet. I think last time I checked it was like two hundred a piece. I don't know, but something like that. But it might be it might be higher now. But go check. I, I guarantee you. Like I'm telling you, if any anytime I get low views, or whatever, it's me. It's not it's not the listeners, it's not the supporters, it's me because it's up to me to put it out there for them. I can't put it out one time and expect everybody to catch it and grab it. People do things, uh, they working. So they might they might not see that too. They might not see that four. They might not see that six. They might see that eight when they get off, which is why you need to post your links and things more than one time. Posting it one time a day, people be saying, I know, man, people might get tired of seeing me. Nigga, they're not going to see you if you don't post it though. So I prefer people get tired of seeing me than not seeing me. Because the objective is to get some get attention, get traffic. Traffic equals, well, numbers equal traffic half the time if you're not paying for everything. Hopefully, niggas not here paying for traffic. But, you know, traffic uh, brings in numbers. The numbers is what you get. People start looking like, okay, he doing. When people see a video, first thing look at the views. All right, he's a good rapper. He got 26,000 views. All right, let me listen to him. He might be trash. Now, another reason why I say numbers do lie. You didn't tell the whole truth. 26,000 views, you think maybe it got replay value or something like that, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Some people got here shaky with these views. I don't know, but that's not that's, that's not for me to decide. Numbers is, you know, hey, numbers is numbers, right? Um 
but that's my little spill on that, man. I'm my my goal. I, I got some things in the works. I'm gonna hit up some some people that I create with. Um, I'm probably hit up Slim. I'm gonna get my guy Carlton Clay, of course. Um, Half Hour Black Power. I'll be back very soon. We got a, a, a actual spot. We are gonna be recording in soon, so that's dope. I'm working on a recording studio. Um, on what on way. So hopefully I get to get that done in the next couple months. Or I ain't gonna rush myself. I'm gonna. I like to set small goals, man. Pace myself. Set small goals, get small wins. You set yourself too high, you fail. You start feeling depressed. You start feeling defeated. You uh, you, you give up on yourself. Set small goals. You pace yourself. You get small wins. At that pace, you know, you you build your your confidence with each win. So I, I, that's what I like to do. So I give myself a couple months, try to get things in order. Um, so. You will see more visuals. I got some ideas. I can't say my ideas on here because I don't want to steal it, but I got some ideas I'm going to do. But all, I'm going to say this. The podcast is not going nowhere, but I'm definitely going to put out more content, and it will be interview form, but it may not be podcast. But I'm going to still do the podcast weekly. So I'm going to be working, working. Like last year, last week, I feel like I, I killed it. Like I, I, I put out a podcast, worked that podcast, but I also put out videos like every day. I put out a video every day. I think one day I put out two videos, Monday through Thursday. So I got like six videos that went out last week. Um, all together, I don't know how many views I might have got. I might have got like 5,000 views all together. Uh, I think I got like a whole new 100 page likes all together. So I, I worked, I hustled last week. I, I said I'm going to be in my bag. And I worked every day last week. It was my first day off. I worked Sunday. I worked Monday through Saturday. So I did that podcast on Sunday. I chopped them videos up. And I still got more videos to put out, by the way. But I chopped them videos up Sunday. I added the audio to them. I edited it, all that stuff. And I just put them out every morning, every morning, every morning. It's hustling, man. That's it. If you ain't got it in you, you ain't got it in you. That's just that. I'm not trying to hit it. I'm not here to hold nobody's hand, babysit. If you ain't got the hustle mentality in you, you just ain't got the hustle mentality in you. That's it. I was raised, don't complain. By women too. I was about women, so they hustled. They had to get it for themselves. Cause I'm telling you right now, all the women in my life want no man around to baby them. My dad, and my mom wanted together. Mom had boyfriend, but I mean she's a finesse. She finesse the system. So I learned how to get. I learned. How, I learned that from her. Learned the game from my mom. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's why I don't get played because I know the game. I know the vibes, man. I know them playing vibes. My mom was light skinned too, man. Shout out to my mom, love her to death. Um, my aunt always go get her, get it for herself. Probably make the most in the family, like. Just always by herself. Yeah. Matter of fact, she had a man. She would take care of him. He needed to stay with her. You know what I'm saying? Only for the sake of their kid, she let him do it. Shout out to my aunt. My grandma, never seen her with a man. Damn my life. Never seen her with a man. She had male friends as, as she got older, but they was old. They were just playing cards, I would think. I don't I don't want to think about that, but uh <laughs> but never seen her with a man. Had her own house, own home, retired, got her own bread, own car, took took care of people, no man involved. Um, sister's a go-getter, you know what I'm saying? So, um, the women I like didn't rely on men, so I always felt like they hustled, so I got that hustle mentality from them, but they also never complain. I never seen them complain, never seen them cry about nothing, never seen them whine. So I don't complain, don't whine. I go out and get it. If it's for me, it's for me. If it's not for me and I want it, I'm probably going to take it, I'm not going to lie, and I deal with the consequences later. Also a perk of, of, of being being raised by women. Women going to do what they want to do. I'm going to tell you right now, Men, we think that we, we know we in charge of that and third, but women, they going to do what the fuck they want to do every time. And guess what? We going to let them, you know what I'm saying? So if I want it, I get it. That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm going out to get it. And that's how I was raised, you know what I'm saying? I, was, I grew up around that. And I know it's wrong, but, you know, uh, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Um, More Masters Podcast, I'm your host, Maine, of course. I don't think I got nothing else to talk about. Um, we'll go out with some freeway, uh, you know what I'm saying? That's it, man. Sorry, it's too sweet, man. But, uh, we still hustle till the sun come up. Crack the 40 when the sun go down. It's a cold winter. Y'all niggas better bundle up. And I better be a hotter summer rapper on you just to rock it down. You hot now. Listen up. Don't you know cops' sole purpose is to lock us down? Nah, but for real, man. Um... Morning Masters podcast, we out. I ain't. I don't know if I'm gonna share this or not. I might put it out just once. I ain't gonna work it, work it. But I just wanted to post something because I ain't posted. And I, I I've been slacking on that, but I can't blame it. I'm not gonna pack up, move to Atlanta because, you know, I'm being lazy about putting the podcast. Out. Imagine that nigga really being moved to Atlanta. Thinking you move to Atlanta, your work, your work ethic gonna change. Like zip codes don't change your work ethic, bro. You change your work ethic. Just remember that, man. Morning Masters podcast, we out. Try to keep mom
stuff in the works man i got some good episodes coming up uh, i think and like i said man, I'm, I'm here to put my foot on anybody neck so if y'all you know podcasting if you um and putting out content I, I wish everybody the best but i'm telling you right now i'm about to apply some pressure so you're either gonna be with me or you're not with me but i'm telling you right now man it ain't gonna be pretty <laughs> it ain't gonna be pretty one master's podcast man i'm out